Learn how to build your faith in God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the Senior Pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Word of God. Let me shake somebody. Give them a hug if they allow you. Come on, shake them. Make them feel welcome this morning. Glory to God. Praise God. Hmm. Let me ask your neighbor, what makes you happy? <laughs> How many people are enjoying the series University so far? It's been awesome. If you are the kind of person that you've been missing midweek services, I want to tell you that you are not really getting the full dose of this series because a lot of it is going on in the midweek services. Um, you have to attend. Um, we also did some temperament tests um, during the midweek service. Um, these things will help you know yourself better. When you know yourself better, then you can live a more productive life. All right? We spend so much time studying science, studying medicine, and we don't pay attention to studying ourselves. So university is about the study of you. Praise God. How well do you know yourselves? Um, how do you maximize your strengths? How do you manage your weaknesses? Do we understand that? How do you what? Maximize your strengths and how you manage your weaknesses. And this is what the summary of life is. Some people ignore their strengths. Some maximize their strengths but ignore their weaknesses. And their weaknesses end up closing down their strength. Somebody getting this? So quickly bring out your phone. Let's do something quickly. Bring out your phone. Bring out your phone. Um, go to this um, open Slido on your browser. Open Slido, www.slido.com. See the spelling of the Slido? It's S-I-L-I dot D-O. Open it on your browser. Quickly, quickly. Put that event code and tell me in as short as possible what makes you happy. What makes you happy? You are, the, um, you'll be totally anonymous. Nobody knows you, so just write anything you want. Nobody will know you. You're totally anonymous when you go there. So just write what makes you happy in as short as possible. Let's do that quickly. So that we'll, start, we'll read some people's own. When you put it up there, we can see it and read it. You'll be anonymous. Nobody knows you. Quickly go to your browser. Dari, have, have you done it? Have you written your own? All right. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, Kingsley, are they coming in? Okay, so let's read some people's own. Okay. Easy. I can't hear you. Music. Ah, uh, no, give me a mic, it's working. Can't hear him. Hello. Music. Okay, go Staying ahead. Staying with friends. Staying with friends. Money. Okay. Peace. Which temperament is money? All of us did that one. Now, human temperament. <laughs> go ahead. Being alone. Being alone. Peace of mind. Peace of mind. Hmm. Go ahead. Good looks. Good looks. Quality service. Attention, quality service, yes. Good music. Okay. Solving other people's problems. Okay. Achieving my goals. Okay. Cars. Hmm. Me too. I did that car table. Giving. Making money. Making Cars. money. 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 Helping other people. Okay. Peace of mind. Okay. Financial stability. Mm hmm. 
Happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, happiness makes you happy. <laughs> Enjoyment. <laughs> Staying with nice friends. Okay. I love to, deli- to deliver good jobs. Okay. Music, soccer. Okay. <laughs> Hope you're not a snafan. When my family gathers together. Oh, that's nice. Making people laugh. All right. Hope you're a comedian. <laughs> Making people happy. My ability to give people fulfillment. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. Um, you'll be amazed at how predictable you are as a human being. And that's why this study is important. Even though we're all unique and different, but you are still very predictable. And when you are predictable, this means you can program yourself for a more fulfilling life. Because as a human being, you are predictable. You might not know it, but you are very predictable. Praise God. I can't hear you. I say praise God. So what makes you happy? In case you have not realized, as a human being, you are, in summary, living your whole life to be happy. And this is how most people live. You are living your life to be happy. In other words, you are either pursuing happiness or pursuing something that will remove unhappiness, which, at the end of the day, means you are still chasing happiness. Everything you are doing is to make you happy. Everything you're doing. We are literally conditioned by our pursuit for happiness. You dress the way you dress because either it makes you happy or you believe it will impress people and impressing people makes you happy. Somebody getting what I'm saying? You are pursuing happiness. You drive what you drive, either because it makes you happy or it will impress people and impressing people makes you happy. You want money. It's not cash that makes you happy. You are chasing money because you believe that either money can buy you some things that will make you happy. And if you get what I'm saying, that's why you want money. Nobody likes cash in terms of cash. What we really like when we say we like money, is that we like the things that money can what? Buy. And those things in themselves is what makes us happy. Another major thing, that is that you, reason why you like money, is not because you like cash, you like the security that money gives. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I'm just trying to show you that, look, whether you know it or not, you are living for happiness. You are living for happiness. That's all you are living for. When people say they want money, it's not the cash they are impressed with. They are looking for the security that they believe that money can give. Most of us want that ability to have so much money. And this this is a subtle and seductive thought in every human being's mind. Almost every human being. They want to have so much money that they don't need to work again. Does it happen to you? Be honest. In your mind, say, if I can just have the kind of money that even if I don't work again, me and my children, and even children, children, will never need to 
work again or look for money again. All that eh? is absolutely normal to think like that because that's the seduction that happiness gives. Happiness, or most of the things we attach to happiness, is like a bad boyfriend. Promises long-term commitment, uses you, and dumps you. That's happiness. That's most of the things we are calling happiness. It promises us that if you have so much of me, so much of money, you will have happiness. You won't... It's so much that you will need to walk again till you die. This is what most of us are trying to achieve. There's a guy in the Bible that fell into that trap. Jesus talked about him. DJ, bring the scripture. The guy said, oh, things were working for him. And see, he did the natural thing most of us do. See what he said. It's in Luke chapter 12, verse 17. He said, and the guy, said, go to verse 16. I want what they said um, his land was doing well. Go to verse 16. He said, and he spoke a parable unto them saying, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth what? plentifully. So things were working for him, and he fell into the normal trap. See the next verse. It says, and he thought within himself. He said, what shall I do? Because I have no room to bestow my fruits. Next verse. He did what every human being wants to do. He said, and he said, this will I do. I will pull down what? My bands. And I will what? Build greater ones. He said, and there will be, and, and there will I what? Bestow all my, I will, st- I, he said, I will pull down my smaller account, open it to a big account, load all my goods inside there. See what he said. Next verse. He said, and he said, I will say to my soul, 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 thou hast much goods laid up for what? Many years. He said, Take thine ease. You see, relax. Take thine ease. Eat, drink, and be happy. It's the biggest seduction ever. That if I have so much money that will last me for many years, so that I can never be poor again, I will take my ease. Eat. Drink and be merry. This is what controls many people. And, and, and we get this behavior from two things. From our natural desires for whom, as human beings to have security. And from the influence of other successful people. Successful in quote. That we see. God, let me finish the story. Take thy ease. Eat, drink and merry. Because you have many goods laid up for what? Many years. See what Jesus told him. Verse 20. But God said unto him, What? Thou fool. This night thy soul shall be what? Required of thee. So then, whose shall these things be that you have what? Listen carefully. As a human being, you are living for happiness. And whether you like it or not, you are attaching different things to your happiness. You are telling yourself all the time that if I just have so much money that I don't need to work again. And this is what making people steal in government the way they steal in government. It's still this same seduction. They think if I can steal so much billions that me and my children's children will never be hungry again, will be rich in every currency. If I can achieve that, I'll be happy. Listen, don't fall into that seduction. It's a bad boyfriend. 
It's going to use you and it's going to dump you. We have this, this feeling that if I, if I buy this dress, I'll be happy. If I buy this shoe, I'll be If I buy this bag, if I live in Lekki, I'll be happy. If I live in Banana Island, that's all I will ever need. Some of you, you are old enough to know what I'm talking about. Have you ever promised yourself or at least thought in your mind that if you do a certain thing, you'll be happy forever? And you found out you got there and found out you are not happy at all. It even lasts. And no, no most people do. Instead of them to stop there and think, what they do is that they post or push their happiness to another target. That's what they do. Say, if I just have one house, all I need is to have my own house. This rent, I'm tired of rent. If I can have my own house, I'll be happy. Two things. They are thinking that if I have my own house, I won't pay rent. If I don't pay rent, I'll have extra money. If I have extra money, I can do another thing with the money. And if I do the other thing, I'll definitely be happy. So they buy their own house, find out that now they have to pay their own security guard. Now to pay some other things that they were not paying as a rent, as somebody in rent. It's like when you own a car. When you didn't have a car, you didn't know there's a mechanic. You didn't know anything about fuel. Now you own a car. Now you know there's a mechanic. Now you know there's fuel. Now you know the other things that come with it that you didn't plan. Somebody gets in this. You didn't care where the Uber parks. Now you own a car. You have to know about parking. You have to know about LASMA. Somebody gets in what I'm saying. So once you achieve that one, I have a house now. The moment you do that, you stay in that house for a few months. After a while, you are no more as happy as you expected. So you set on that target. If I can have another house that I'm renting, I'm making money from, so that it will cushion my, my spending, I'll be happy. So you work hard, get this other house, start collecting the rent. And you find out you are not happy. Then you mistakenly run into your friend that has six blocks of flats that he's rent. And you say, if I can help! This has a bully their whole life. Happiness is a, sed is a seducer. He will keep using you once. Say, if you reach here, you'll be happy. You're not happy, or you're come. Reach here, you'll be happy. You're not happy, ah, or you're come. That's what happened to that guy. And it's a normal seduction human beings face. Yeah, there are many things you are telling yourself, if I just marry, if I can just marry John, that's all I need in life. I don't care who wins election, I don't care neither politics, I don't care the inflation rate, if I just marry John, all my problem is life. It's solved. And you marry John. And you find out he's John Bosco. <laughs> That one happens to women a lot. Women put too much of their happiness in marriage. When they all get there, and I mean all without fail, when they all get there, they are all disappointed. Because the picture they were painting was not the picture they see on ground when they get there. Somebody gets in this. <laughs> the picture they see when they enter, it wasn't what, they, were, they, they had a, fant a fantasy-based romantic picture. That the guy would just be nice. He'll push my hair to the side <laughs> and look into my eyes. 
and say, I love you. <laughs> but instead, the guy is just lying on the bed, watching news, and look at you and say, is food not ready? You find out he's lazy, you find out he snores, you find out he's selfish, you find out he doesn't care, you find out that he's always on his phone with people you don't know, he's always, his password has password, that has a password. How is happiness seducing you is what I'm asking, because it is seducing you. So if you, if you, if you, if you are slimmer, one guy said it's a very wise thing that you are never as fat as you think. Every time you go and look at your old picture, you'll be like, I was like this and I was complaining. You're never as fat as you think. But happiness, if you are slimmer, you'll be happier. If you are richer, you'll be happier. If you are taller, if only you are taller than this. There are people taller than that and are still not happy. There are people richer than you and are still not happy. That place is promising you that everybody there is happy. Go there and check. Many of them are not happy. That's why I said there are two things controlling your happiness. One of it is your seduction. Another one is you thinking that the people ahead of you are happy. And this is what entertainers do. Entertainers just show us an image of enjoyment. That's all they should do. They show you they're driving a big car, carrying girls. You know, the girls are naked, twerking at the, in the, on the convertible. They're carrying champagne. They are painting an image that they are happy. You will not look at that image and be saying, once I get there, you will not be saying, that is the look of happiness. That is the destination happiness is. That all I need to do is to get there. Not knowing that them are not happy. They are selling you the image of happiness, even though they are not happy. You, you are basing your happiness on their own image that, that they are selling to you. And it's all fake. It's all fake. We're, we're, we have the impression that if you drive a, 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 a very luxurious car, you'll be happy. Yes, for a few hours, I can guarantee you'll be happy. But there's no lasting happiness in that. This, this is what controls people. Hey, it has seduced me. Yeah, and you know the point about seduction? Once you have entered, it, and this is what 419 is based on, in case you don't know. 419 is based on that the moment you have answered the mail, the moment you have even sent registration fee, of $150, you are already hooked. Anytime you want, your sense is telling you, this thing has come. You are thinking of the $150 you have first paid. That's what seduction is. It always starts with something small that you can neglect, but the plan is never to end there. It's to swallow you up. So you will keep going more and more. Many girls today that are into a wayward life, they started small, but they can't come out even though they know this thing is going nowhere. But they put in too much to back out. That's the seduction of happiness. It's promising you that just do this thing. Just, just drink. Just smoke. Just be accepted by everybody. That's what people are doing. People are trying to be accepted. They are trying to get views, get likes. That's what likes is. Like means we like you. So people are dying for it. So you see even a Christian putting up nude pictures because nude pictures and nude videos get more likes and views than normal ones. So you see somebody that's supposed to be a Christian. But he's trying to put sexy things, sexual things, either their own image or another person's image because that's how we get views. You are living for people's likes and those people don't even like themselves. You are living for their likes and their views. 
You believe if you dress in a certain way, some certain people will like you, and if they like you, you'll be happy. That's why you're doing some things you're doing. Some people are pressured to dress in a certain way. That's why I like white people. When you say black billionaire and a white billionaire, <laughs> it's a world of difference. The black billionaire is coming from depravity of material things. So he shows his millionaire status by acquiring things. Even his dressing is aggressive. When you see a white billionaire, you can't tell by him standing. If you see a black billionaire, you can tell by him standing. First of all, he has 13 bodyguard. All his clothes are expensive. All designers. Hey, how many of you notice our poor, our poor Instagram figures? How many poor Africans on Instagram? Anything they wear, they must show you the logo of who made it. Wow. We have them all, if you don't know. Many poor people. It's black. Do you see white billionaires posting and showing us Gucci, Fendi, uh, what are designers? LV. Do you see white millionaires doing it? It's poor black millionaires that do it. Material things. Because poorer people like them like those things. It's likes. If those people go amongst intelligent people, they will stop dressing like that because intelligent people won't, won't trip for you because of that. And these people get likes because they are, they are, they are influencing lower people. Because they write Gucci on your chest. And so what? Is your brain Gucci? <laughs> Is your character Gucci? You see, this was going around the world. We are recycling failure to ourselves. So the entertainer is showing you girls twerking and showing you a car and you, 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 you are, that's your own idea of happiness. You are hailing and supporting. Because you two have no identity, no sense of identity. I won't respect somebody because what they're, they're wearing a designer. In fact, I'd rather respect the designer than the person wearing the designer. But you're getting your sense of identity from the name, from another human being's name. Wow. It's a seduction. It's a seduction. <laughs> okay, you wear Gucci today now, this Gucci. Let me show you seduction. You wear Gucci. Poor people around you too, they're impressed with your Gucci. You, you're impressed with your Gucci. You can't keep wearing this Gucci if you want to continue impressing them. So what will you do next? Buy on that Gucci. So you two, you're in trouble. You the impressor and the impressee. A circle. So the impressive say, hey, hey, hey. So you are, you are saying, hey, I don't wear this Gucci. Don't shout. I have to now go and find another Gucci. <laughs> the only person gaining is Gucci himself. <laughs> and go and check Gucci himself. He's not wearing a big t-shirt that they wrote Gucci on. Because he's not tripped by himself. He's just being himself. Because designing is what he loves. Benz is somebody's name, I hope you know. Have you, how many times do you see the guy everywhere jumping? To him, it's just work. He's expressing his gift. But when the poor man buys that Benz, he wants to get identity. He wants to get importance from a vehicle. 
It's a seduction of happiness. Everything you are doing is chasing happiness or is giving you the idea that if I remove this thing from my life, I will have happiness. That's what you're doing. Now, the issue is this. Let me try and move forward. The issue is this. It's not as if it's bad to chase happiness. Actually, you deserve to be happy. You were created to be happy. However, going for happiness is important. But how you get or go for the happiness is important. Did you understand this? Going for happiness is great. Of course you ought to live to be happy. That's great. But the most important factor is not that you want happiness. It's how you are going about it. Because the way many of us are going about it will never bring happiness. It will keep us in a circle of slavery. Let me give you one. General opinion tells you, do what you want. In fact, this is what they say it. Whatever makes you happy. Have you heard that before? Whatever makes you what? Happy. That's bad advice. Some things can make you happy and kill you. All drug addicts started to try to make themselves happy. That's where they started from. All prostitutes started to make themselves happy. Real freedom is not a freedom to do whatever you want. Real freedom is a freedom to do what is right. I'll say that again. Real freedom. Because when people think of freedom, they think, I'm free to do anything. You can't do anything you like and get away with it. It doesn't work like that. Ask a doctor, can I eat anything I want? Not if you plan to live long. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Ask any doctor. Say, whatever makes you happy. Really? Do you want to die young? If that is part of your plan for happiness, then that's okay. But if you're planning to live long, you can't eat anything you want to eat. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. So happiness, it, the way you go about it is more important than the happiness itself. And the deceit most of us have is that we can do anything to get it. That's not true. That's the seduction it gives you. That you can get it your own way. No, you can't get it. There is a way to get happiness. Happiness is not bad, but you need to get it. It's the right way that is more important. So freedom is not do anything you want to do. Freedom is a freedom to do what is right. You can't do anything you want to do. You can't do anything you want to do. That's not freedom. That's carelessness. And that's what, this, this, and that's what um, people on the media project to us. Yes, you have 13 babies. They're all wearing swimsuits. Twerking on. <laughs> you know what those girls that naked themselves for other people gain? Uh, they, 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 they lack self, um, a lot of identity. Uh, they want attention. And remember, they want attention. They don't think there's any other way they can get it. They feel, I can naked myself to get it. Remember, it's how you get it that is most important. So they think, if I naked myself, I'll get it. I know some people will be arguing that no, it's their job. Two simple questions. How many of you wish your children to do that for a job. Secondly, how many really global, globally respected people do that? Even the, the one that used to reign with it, she's doing law school now and fighting for something bigger than shaking her bum. I don't want to mention name, but you research that yourself. <laughs> because what you don't know is that some people you are following, they too know that what they are doing is not great. But they have to give you an appearance. And you are following that. 
I'll say this. I'll say this. All of us are pilgrims on this earth. We are pilgrims. What does that mean? We are visitors on this earth. In fact, that's what Jesus told that guy that said, I want to keep money for many years. They told him, your visit is over. He wanted to, that, that, that's where he's going, but Jesus said, we are all visitors. Now, listen. If we are all visitors, how many of you have you've been on the road asking for direction and you ask somebody, do you know Bangoshe Street? And the person said, I don't what? Live around here. Has it happened to you before? That's a great answer. And that's the answer we all ought to be giving. Because you have never lived before. This is your first time on the earth. You are too small to be given direction. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. This is your first shot. Is anybody here that has lived before? This is your second or third time? You are here for the first time. I watched Mike, Mike Tyson's interview that he did recently. Mike Tyson. He was saying that when he was young, he thought life was have, sleeping with 100 girls and blowing money. Now, you see, that time, if you had asked him, he would, he would, be, he would not be lying when he says, this is the life. He would mean it. But now, many years after, he said that was not the life. That's what happens when you are following men's opinion. Some of the people you are following, they will soon change their mind. That's the challenge. We are all pilgrims. So, who is influencing your thoughts? Who is influencing your image of happiness? Who is influencing your route to happiness? If it's another human being like you influencing you, then it's risky because that human being himself has not lived before. This is his first time. He's just guessing. He's guessing that this is the right road. I don't forget what I'm saying. He's guessing. He doesn't know. He has not been there before. The only way you can follow somebody's confidence is if he says, I've passed here before. If he's saying, I think this is the road, all of you will be driving slowly. Because we might go two hours and find out it's not the road. And this is how many people are living. You are following somebody that is also guessing. All of you might get to the end of that road and find out this was not the road. So who is influencing you? Is this scholars? I've seen many intelligent people, naturally intelligent people, forgetting why God gave them intelligence. So if you see them talking about religion, they say, oh, religion. Many people don't practice. Many people. Many people are missing, mixing up religion and spirituality. So what is spirituality? It is being in touch with your inner self. And, and... <laughs> Do you know that it was mud and water they used to mix your brain? <laughs> I hope you know. It was created. That, you see, that's why you can't listen to people. I, I, I don't care what any scientist, some scientists say we came from monkey, we came from ape. I'm just laughing. If you can believe you came from ape, you better, it's easier to believe in a God than to believe that we're all monkeys. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. There is no day the creation is going to be able to cre describe the creator. I don't think you get what I said. It's like Apple phone saying it wants to tell us about Steve Jobs. No. It can't. Steve Jobs can tell us about the Apple phone. The Apple phone on its own can't tell us about Steve Jobs. Do you think the Apple phone can tell us about Steve Jobs? It was Steve Jobs programmed into the phone. That's how it is when a scholar is trying to tell you about God and you ask him, where did he get it from? He says, he's making his own thought and judgment from sand. You must be a clown to be fooling another human being. 
He's guessing. He doesn't know. And he will change his mind in an instant when reality sets in. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. If he's not a scholar or a mentor or a role model influencing your thoughts, the alternative is that you are influencing your thoughts. You are trying to come up with, with, with logical and smart ways to look at life. That one is the dumbest one. Because your view of life is too small. What have you seen? Where have you been? This world is so vast. You have not been to all the countries. You have not been to all the realities. If you grew in a rich home, you don't know anything about growing in a poor home. If you grew in a poor home, you don't know anything about growing in a middle class home. You don't know. If you have married a madman, you don't know what it means to marry a good man. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I'm saying that your reality hmm, is so minute compared to the real thing going on. And you see life the way you are, not the way life is. And then somebody get what I'm saying. So, if you are the one trying to come up with thoughts and ideologies by yourself, that is the worst one. Because in your own short life, haven't you changed your mind about many things? In your short life. Were there not things you were very sure about some years ago that today by yourself, you have backtracked on? Is anybody like that here? So, it's, it's, it's useless for you to be the pioneer of your own thoughts. You are thinking rubbish because you have never been here before. This is your first time. You are just guessing as you go along. The third way you come about your thoughts, and this is the most superior way, is by following the word of God. The word of the creator. That's a superior way to think. And that's how to get happiness. By following the ideas of the mastermind that built this world. <laughs> the details are shocking. The details. Let's even use details in your body. He thought of putting hair in your nose. He's just that detailed. He put hair in your nose to stop dust. As he thought about that, even before dust came. He, 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 in fact, he says the, the hair on your head are numbered. Do you understand what that means? Do you know the kind of crazy details it takes to number hair on a human being's head? Do you know how many billions of hair? Is somebody getting this? He created the galaxy, the stars, the moon, and he, he put the sun Put the moon, put a system where they rotate and you get light, high light and low light at the right time. As a seriously, you, you want to use your modern sand to compare with somebody that has that details. Human beings just made planes, which year, but birds have been flying. What do planes look like? Shaped like birds. They have a long beak, they have two wings, they have a leg that they only use to land and take off. As in, you want to compare your thoughts to his thoughts. He says, my ways are not your ways. He said, my thoughts. He said, as the heaven is far from the earth, that is how my thoughts are superior to your thoughts. Somebody said, but we don't even know if the Bible is true. Great question. Great question. All you need to do 
is to check history. All the things the Bible said about Egypt, they are all there till today. People go there and see them till today. If me and you judge based on what we see now, we will never think Africa was at the time the center of civilization. But it's there in Egypt. And the physical facts are there for everybody to see. It's not just that God is in the Bible. It's physically there. Same thing with Rome. They are all there. The cross used to be a symbol of judgment. Used to be what they used to execute people. Today, and that's by Roman Empire. Today, the same cross is in the center of Rome as a church. You think all those people just got deceived. So the events stated in the Bible can be backed up by history. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Just to convince you that, look, the Bible is true, the word, true the word of God, and if you are going to let anything influence what determines how you get happy, don't let it be another man. He's guessing. Don't let it be you. You are too small. You don't know anything about where you're going. Let it be something bigger than all of us. Let it be God's word. That's how to be happy. And from next week, we're going to look at some of the, there is nothing, there is no area of life that God has not talked about. Literally no area. If you want to be happy as in real long lasting happiness, and happiness is good, trust me, God even wants you to be happy. But the issue is that he has set his own way. I told you the way is more important than the happiness. He has set his own way to be happy. But people want to do their own way. There's nothing God doesn't address. Nothing God. You know, there was a popular story going out about, um, you know, um, allegation or something that people, and people were trying to ask me that, Pastor, won't you comment? Won't you comment? And it's amazing to me how ignorant a Christian can be. You can be a Christian and not even know the Bible. When you're a Christian, you must process everything you do be based on the word of God. People say, oh, Pastor, you're not going to comment. How am I going to comment? As what? Have I investigated the case? Have I, have I spoken to any of the parties? So on what ground? You are, you, you are just being pressured by popular opinion because everybody's talking, I must talk. It's the same thing people do. If I fit into everybody, if they, if they all like me, likes. If they all like me, then I'm okay. Look, you must be ready to do something even people will not like you. Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus. If Jesus was like most human beings, seeking likes, he wouldn't have died. He was willing to do something unpopular. People didn't like him, but it was the right thing. They ended up liking him. But at that time, that's what I'm saying, you can't depend on people's opinion. People change their mind. People change their mind. How many of you like your math teacher when you were in primary school? You did, at that time, you thought he was wicked. Am I correct? Now that you have grown, you know he was not wicked. Imagine if, 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 if he yielded to your feeling. You will be unhappy today because you won't know mass and they will cheat you your money. Am I correct? But that time you thought he was wicked. That's how life works. You, you can't tie your happiness to people's opinion. People can change their mind. People don't know what they are saying. They don't even know what they want. You can't be a leader and you want to dance to the tune of people. Thank God Jesus was not like that. Was willing to die. He knew they wouldn't value it at the time, but they ended up valuing it later. There are many things happening to you now, you might not value it later. You, your, everybody hated their master. Everybody hated their master. The guy seemed wicked. Today we know different. 
after many years. That's what I'm telling you. You can't depend on people. You must follow a higher being that has a perfect... That's why the word of God is called truth. It can't change. You will change to understand it. You will change to appreciate it. It itself does not change for you. We don't lower the standard of God's word. So I was saying, people are asking me, oh, won't you comment? I said, no. I don't know anything about the story. Yes, I've had one version of it. It's a very emotional and touching version. Yes, I agree. But to be foolhardy of me, to be ignorant of me. Because this is why the Bible says you can't be a judge over another man. It doesn't mean you can't say something is right or wrong. Oh, you can, when you have the facts. But not that you just want to be a judge over a case. You, you do, the reason why a judge is called a judge in court is that he hears both sides. That's what makes him a judge. He, he asks them, do you have anything to say? Is there anything about this case I don't know? He, they even cross-examine people. He gets facts before he can judge a case. You, you sit down in your parlor. <laughs> now, it's addressed, I'm telling you, it's in the Bible. And with years of reading the Bible, you get wisdom. DJ, bring the scripture. He, nobody comes to a court and tells you the part they did bad. See, it's here. He said, to first to, the first to speak in court does what? Sounds right. He said, until they cross-examine them. Then you start seeing other aspects of the story that were not said in the beginning. Nobody comes to God and says, I was a bad person. Nobody does that. I don't know if you're what I'm saying. If you even have two, two children alone, you know this one. Two, you have two children, you know. Mommy! Hadassah slapped me. If you are not a wise parent, you will jump on Hadassah. Why do you slap your sister? Are you okay? I will slap you back. But if you, when you start getting mature and wise, you will call Hadassah and hear her own side of the story. You say, did you slap your sister? Yes. Why did you slap your sister? You say, she threw away my food and pulled my ear. When you hear it, you say, hope you, the slap was dirty. <laughs> you see, your perspective has changed suddenly when you heard what? The other person's story. Now, this is Bible wisdom. I'm not, I'm not smart. I didn't discover this. I'm telling you. I learned it here in the Bible. There's a higher being. There's nothing you want to go through that has not been through. There's a higher being. You need to subject your thinking to that. Not to work. These people we are following, they will change their mind. The same person showing you girls on limousine and drinking champagne. When he has daughters, he will tell them not to do it. People, a lot of people are faking it for you. You are following. They are giving you an image. They know what you like. In fact, they are living for your like. But you, you are trying to live to be like them. They are living for your like. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? What makes you happy? I'm going to go into it a bit deeper next Sunday. But this is not a series you should miss. Even the Wednesday meetings. Don't miss it. Because we do some tests there. We do some other aspects of this thing there. Don't miss it. Ah, there's so much. I don't want to. Because <laughs> next week, I'm going to talk a bit about what you want versus what you need. Do you know, like I said, we're all chasing happiness. That is why we all want to be entertained. But we don't need entertainment all the time. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Sometimes when you are tired, you think it's vacation you need. It might not be vacation you need. You might need inspiration from God. But you, we constantly chase entertainment. That is why till today, entertainers will earn more than educators. Because we need education. We want entertainment. And people go for happiness. Going to school doesn't make you happy on the short run. But getting entertained promises you quick 
dose of happiness on the spot. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Happiness is a seducer. It's a bad boyfriend. It's a bad boyfriend. Promise you quick that if you're watching my skits, I promise you will laugh in one minute. That's the promise. That's the promise. That's why entertainers have more followers than educators on social media. Social media is showing you how people, the world thinks. Entertainers have more views, have more um, followers than most educators. Because entertainers promise you, look, my one minute skit, I promise you, you'll be happy. And truly, sometimes you are happy. But after the one minute, you go back to the reality. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. There are some other things you need, but your natural instinct is not to go after it. For instance, something like going to church, praying, reading your Bible, is not something you rush to do. Sometimes you're even looking for excuses not to do it. But it's what you need. I'll go into all these things as we move next Sunday. But what makes you happy? I've never entered the real thing. What makes you happy? If it's money you wrote, or if it's money that is in your mind, or if it's a great job, you need to ask yourself a deeper question. Is it that I like work? Or is it the money they will give me when I work? Determining that will help you be happy long term. Is it this salary? Or do I like the work? The Bible says, labor not to be rich. They're not saying don't be rich. They're saying, look, the reason why you are working should never be to be rich. I have too many things to share about this. I'll end with this story. The guy, this guy called, um, this billionaire that just died, that just committed suicide. Einstein, or I mean, Epstein, I can't pronounce his name. He just committed suicide yesterday or so. The reason why the story is real to me is because I was in America when the story broke out. The guy is a billionaire, billionaire, billionaire. He has a private jet. I mean, big boys fly with him on his jet. The way you say, take your friends out to VI, he takes his own friends out to different continents on a jet. Bill Clinton is his friend. They roll on his jet together. You understand? When the kind of your, your guy that you're grooving with on the weekend is an ex-president, you should know how rich you are and how powerful you are. I say, hey, Bill, more go, more go Tokyo this weekend now. That's how they do it. So they can decide that on Thursday on Friday, they jump into the private jet and go to Tokyo to groove for the weekend. I mean, is that not the life? This is what many people are living to, to be. This is what many people want to be, to be that rich. If I have a private jet, if I have a mansion, this guy owned, owned a mansion in Palm Beach, Florida. That's like the Banana Island of Florida. Palm Beach, Florida. High rollers. Donald Trump is his friend. They roll to like that to go and groove for the weekend, Donald Trump. Him and Donald Trump had, the, had a quarrel over a house that was $40 million that they wanted to buy. Quarrel. That who should buy it? I want to buy it. You want to buy it? $40 million. Trump now won the bid by $41 million. That's their quarrel. So I'm telling you how rich this guy is. Owned the mansion in New York. The guy owns an island. He doesn't go to an island for vacation. He owns one. You understand? He owns an island. But he also bought into the lie of when you have it, you have it. Balling without budget. Do anything you want. It's what happiness will tell you. Anything that makes you happy. So he did everything, anything he wanted, which included carrying underage girls. 14, 13, and co. That was what he wanted. That was what happiness told him will make him happy. And he fell for the trap that most of us are falling into today. Smoke, you'll be happy. 
Take Indian hemp, drink it, go, you'll be happy. Go to a nightclub, you'll be I don't know what happiness is telling you. Own a house, you'll be happy. Start a business, you'll be happy. Start on that business, you'll be happy. Start 10 business. There are people that have reached where you are going to. Go and ask them if they are happy. What is happiness telling you? Told them you can do anything you want to do. All prostitutes were once virgins. Do you understand? They crossed the line. They couldn't cross back. Started carrying underage girls. The story broke. They arrested him. He bribed his way out of it. So they gave him a slight sentence. He was still going to work from prison. High roller. Who can arrest him when his friends are presidents? He continued the lifestyle of doing anything you want. And he got arrested again. And this time they were going to send him to prison real time. He was 66 or so years old. He couldn't take it, so he committed suicide. You see, if you had met him a few years ago, you would say, this guy is what? Happy. That's what you would say. That's what I'm saying. You can't follow people. They, they, are, they are guessing. They are, he is guessing. The guy drinking champagne with girls twerking. He is guessing that this will happen. He too doesn't even know. He doesn't even believe it. He's not even happy. He knows it's a lie. But you are equating your happiness to when I get there. When I live in a mansion. Look, in your one room room, you can be the happiest person alive. In your one room room. I'm going to go into all these things next Sunday because I didn't have time. I'm going to next Sunday about how the creator says we can be happy. A lot of the things we attach happiness to is not, will not give us happiness. Most women postpone that if I just marry John, if I just marry John, you have married him now. It has dawned on you. Nobody's going to give you happiness. I will do that next Sunday. I pray for you that you will know true happiness. Before I pray for everybody, some quick announcements for all your children today. Lord, we, are, we, we understand that happiness is important, but we have learned today that how we go about it is more important. Father, we ask that you will connect us to true happiness. You will help us to know ourselves and know exactly what makes us happy. Thank you because our journey on the earth will be a fruitful one. We do not claim to know the way. But we know you that knows the way. Lord, help us to have a deeper understanding of your path to happiness in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristenscenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.